Hey everyone and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast. So today I am joined by Sabelle who is a long time coming onto this podcast. We finally managed to um, tie down to a date and time. Um, but Sabelle is um, a, a Twitch streamer as was a lot of other things obviously but that is where I first came across Sabelle. So how are you doing Sabelle? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I mean, been... <laughs> finally, I mean, it's really my fault. I'm way too busy for life, but you know. Well, there you go. I mean, how am I doing with your name, by the way? Because this is one that always, um, always you mention. Everyone gets it wrong. Yeah, it's Isabel. It's Isabel without the I. People call me Sabby, Bell, either one. I know what you mean. I get stable all the time. That's not it. But I know what you mean when you say it. But <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. So I, I'm going to start off um, this podcast by um, by, by uh, potentially embarrassing, I don't know, Sabelle. Um, those of you that have been part of the podcast for a long time, um, or part of my Twitch channel or anything like that, will know that back in 2020, I was suicidal. Uh, I was, basically, I'd planned out my own death in August 2020, and that was going to be it. I had no intention of still being here whatsoever. And I've talked about the fact that a lot of different things came together. It wasn't just one thing, but if any one of those things that had did help had not been there, I wouldn't be either. That included my dog, um, you know, a promise I made to my wife, everything like that. One of them I always mention is five Twitch channels that made me smile at a time when I could not. One of them was Sabelle. So, Sabelle, without Sabelle, I would not be here. As I said, if any one of those bits wasn't here, I wouldn't be. So Sabelle is one of the few guests. We have had um, other people from that list on before, but Sabelle is one of um, the reasons I am literally still alive. So I just wanted to make point that out before we start. But yes, if, um, if it wasn't for Sabelle, I literally wouldn't be here. There was no reason for me to be here. We're in the middle of lockdown. No one would have found me. But I was on Sabelle's channel at the right time. And that is why I'm still here as well. So um, just thought I'd get that in before we carried on. Hey, and we're happy you're here. <laughs> we're so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've had a few uh, Twitch streams on before. I've also had um, female gamers and things like that on before. And the biggest problem that seems to be, and I think everyone knows this, is that female gamers just get so much shit all the time. All and I, I the time. Thing, I mean, <laughs> I always point out to people is if like side by side, if people see this, they're going to go, oh, well, he's the gamer and she's not. I'll point mm -hmm. this out right now, guys. I have no fucking idea what I'm doing when it comes to gaming. I have a gaming computer. The only reason is because it's the only thing that allows me to stream at all. It's nothing to do with gaming. I, I don't, I can barely use, a, a, you know, I actually have. So to say how bad a gaming I have, I have this controller. I stopped gaming when these things were brought in. I hate them. I cannot use them. I don't like games that make you use your own camera. Um, but it's always this automatic thing that just goes, well, it must be him, because why would she do gaming? Um, how much do you actually come across that a lot? Oh, my gosh. All the time. I really honestly, like, hate the term girl gamer. Like, it, I don't know. The, the word gamer in general. Like, everybody... I feel like everybody, like, along some point in your life, you've played some sort of game. Even if it's just, like, a mobile game, a board game, like, yeah, there you go. That makes you, like, I mean, I don't want to say it makes you a gamer, but, like, you're a gamer. And it doesn't matter if you're male, female, non-binary. It doesn't matter. Like, and 
people tend to put that girl gamer stigma as like, you know, girls can't be good at games. They just do it, you know, for show or, you know, to try to impress people. And it's really like games are for everyone. They're just meant to be fun. They're meant to be an escape. Um, and anyone can do it. It doesn't matter. Like, I just, I hate that term so much. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a weird one because uh, you never hear boy gamer. <laughs> no, no, gamer never. Girl gamer, you know. And it's like everyone thinks that a gamer is only a person who's like, you know, mouse, keyboard or controller. But it's like there's mobile games, there's board games, there's, you know, the old school arcade machines like those make you a gamer, too. Like it, and they're just meant for everyone. I have seen like. You know, people in like senior centers, like 80, 90 years old playing video games because it's fun. It's an escape. And it like, honestly, it's a lot of people like to think that it's like bad for your mental health. And it's it can be it definitely can be. But I think that really is dependent on like where you're at mentally, like like separate from the video game, you know. Yeah, it's it's definitely. A, I mean, there was research that was done during lockdown actually about in in real time about people's um, mental health as they played games, and because mm-hmm. it was done in real time, it was the first one to ever be done in real time. It actually showed that um, games were, were good for your well being. They good yeah. made you feel happy because I mean, there, there's a there's a line from from Russell Howard, a British comedian, about um, the what video games actually do to you, and mm. the thing he always says is. If it was the fact that video games had a negative impact on you or they, or they just made you bad, a bad person or you automatically did what was in the video game, why mm. aren't there more plumbers? Because the Mario, Mario, you know, <laughs> right. Mario there's are, literally farming simulator games nowadays. Yeah. We can all be farmers at that point. Exactly. Why are there not more farmers? Why are there not more plumbers? <laughs> um, why are there not more people joining the army? Because, of you know, there, there are. Yeah, right. Happen, but everyone likes to go. Oh no, it's it's definitely the games, and you know, no. If someone's an mm-hmm. asshole in real life, they're going to find an excuse. If someone's a great person in real life, they're going to exactly. find a reason. Exactly, doesn't a hundred percent. And I think that there's been a lot of studies too that like the older you get, video games can like help your like cognitive, like you know, um, like hand-eye coordination stuff like that. Uh, if you certain games, of course, not all games. Like we're not out here playing Call of Duty saying that's going to help our hand-eye coordination but you know who knows maybe it does <laughs> yeah I mean I'd be interested to see those 18 90 year old seniors playing uh, Call of Duty yeah I have uh, <laughs> one of my friends actually um the, every year they buy their uh grandma like new video games because she lives alone and like she she loves it it's so fun like granted she plays like Mario like Kirby like the fun games like that she's not here playing Call of Duty or Battlefield or anything like that but you know and it's it's an escape for her. It's something fun to do. And it doesn't matter if you're 10, 90, male, female. It doesn't matter. It's for everyone. And, and it's just a matter of, like, having fun. You don't have to be good. It doesn't matter if you're if you're good, bad. Like, it's just about having fun. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, it can just be fun. Like, and, like, when I'm on Twitch, to just watch people play the game sometimes. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I mean, that's more fun than playing the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you do just chatting occasionally. But oh, yeah. But the time you're gaming and I'm mm-hmm. watching you game, knowing there's no fucking way I can play this like this. And I'm like, well, and also sometimes it can help you decide whether you want to play it. Like, oh, yeah. watch someone else play and go, oh, okay, so I'll give this a go. Like, I, I mean, it did not work out well for me when I tried Life is Strange because I have never hated a game so much in my life. <laughs> Um, anyone that thinks Life is Strange is good, no, just no. Um, I really, I, I can't tell you how much I do. it's like. I've actually never played those games. Oh, I've heard great things. I'm kind of surprised that you say oh. that. It's like it's like a 70 year old wrote the script trying to be a teenager. 
okay. horrible. It took half an hour for anything to happen. And every time somebody's response is, oh, yeah, but you've got to give it more time. Like, why? 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 Listen, I only got so much time in a day. <laughs> it's like when people tell you, like, a series that they're watching, they go, oh, you've got to wait until the second season. Fuck off. Oh, right, yeah. Let me just do a whole 20 episodes before it gets good. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell's going on there? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so do you find, because obviously you have um, been raided more than once, um, mm. although that won't happen anymore, but um, by Tim the Tatman. I'm actually um, wearing his hoodie today, so that's funny that you say that. <laughs> So, um, and I, I've been in there and just kind of yeah. gone, but I mean, I've, I've, I've had to deal with it when I was a, a mod for someone, when they got raided by like 7,000 people. It's like, yeah. fuck. So I'm glad I wasn't anything to do with that. I didn't apply when you asked for mods. I'm like, fuck that. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> but obviously, um, you know, Tinder Tapman's bringing in a lot of people and not all of them are necessarily the, the nicest of people. Yeah. How is, how have you kind of, been able to deal with that because you're quite a I mean if we compared like our channels mm-hmm. uh, just on the f- our face of personality rather than the content because the content's obviously different but I think people know when they come into mine within a few seconds that if you're going to troll me it's a bad idea whereas yeah. you, you come across a lot more kind of bubbly and hey everyone's lovely and you know as I said off camera the worst words you tend to hear in your channel is butts so <laughs> You know, how have you been able to deal with that and still kind of remain as this kind of bubbly exterior? Or is it just the case that it's a bubbly exterior and you're like off off camera, you're like punching something? No, no. I mean, I will say I have... I've been streaming for almost four years now. So over those four years, I've accumulated um, a lot of really great moderators and people who have come on and like offered to moderate or uh, applied to be moderators. So that helped a ton when it came to like raids from Tim the Tapman or larger streamers. Um, sometimes, you know, if we ever get like a troll here and there, I'll, I'll mess with them. Sometimes I'll, I'll bite and I'll like try to make some funny content out of it and then we'll kick them out because I really like we're super community focused and like, I really like to make a safe space and somewhere where like, we can make jokes. We can, we can poke fun at each other, but obviously there are lines, there are boundaries. And um, I I definitely give a hundred percent credit to my mods because they're so great at catching things. They know what I, what I can deal with and what I can't. And they're really, really great for that. Um, But yeah, I'll like, I'll, I'll bite sometimes. I'll make some funny content out of it. Maybe I'll make it into a TikTok. But after that, you know, we kick them out right away. We don't, we don't stand for that. Yeah, I mean, it's it, obviously getting getting rid of them is always the best one. It's that, it's that in between bit. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, most of the time, like if I ever get those, you know, oh, show your boobs or oh, you know, you got an OnlyFans. They love to ask if you have OnlyFans. They assume every female on Twitch has an OnlyFans, which, yeah. by the way, shocker, they don't. <laughs> you don't have to have an OnlyFans to be successful on Twitch. I don't know if everyone knows that. But, <laughs> um, yeah, people will come in. I either assume they just want to be an asshole or they're 12 years old. And either way, my channel is for 18 plus, And if you're 12, you're not allowed to be there anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it is that thing that you do. I mean, I've, I've occasionally seen um, – uh seen some idiots in in your channel uh which oh, yeah. i i am just a viewer i'm not gonna get involved in that um it's not my place so but it, it is interesting when people obviously have a go i my favorite one is i think i saw someone that literally had a go at the way women have to dress on twitch i oh, don't yeah. think i've ever seen you wear anything 
I love to be comfy. <laughs> or a jersey. That's nope. the only thing you wear. I'm like, I well. love being comfy. I love wearing hoodies and sweatpants. And I will, you can bury me when I die in a hoodie and sweatpants. I love it. Yeah, that's why but, I find it so funny when people are just like, oh, yeah, no, every, uh, all the women have to do this. I'm like, you're literally saying this in a channel of someone. Yeah, who's- and people will, people love to come in the channel and they'll say things. The one number one thing that I hate is when people come into the channel and they'll say, oh, finally, a woman who's, you know, not showing her boobs or a woman who's covering up. And it's like, OK, well, you know, yes, I'm wearing a hoodie, but I don't like it when we put down other female streamers to try to compliment another. It really is so backhanded. And it's like. If another woman on Twitch decides she wants to wear whatever makes her feel confident and comfortable, that's her prerogative and more power to her. If you don't like it, you don't have to watch it and you don't have to comment on it either. Yeah. And I always hate when people come in and try to use that as like a compliment in a female stream of like, oh, thank God you're not wearing this or a woman who's actually covering up. And it's like, that's not really a compliment. You could have came in and said something else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. it's easy to come in and just be like, hey, you're really bubbly. That's an obvious yeah. one. You know? <laughs> like, hey, I love your stream. Hey, I love your vibe. Yeah. You know, anything is better than that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, that's, that's uh, made me think that there, ha- there was a lot of controversy. I don't think it's really there as much now because we told them to shut up when they started it. But it was this whole thing about um, hot tub streamers. And mm-hmm. all the, 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 oh, the amount of times... You got um, guys because let's be honest, it was only guys that made oh, yeah. about going. Oh, they're stealing my my um, my viewers. I'm like, no, no, they're not. Like, no, because it, they're the people who are watching those streams are not people who want to watch your stream. They want to watch hot tub streamers. Those aren't your viewers. <laughs> no, exactly. Like they want to they want to watch um, people in a hot tub. And yeah. like, the people that are doing those streams want them to be on there to watch it because that's their yeah. viewers. So cool. Everyone's They're not like, stealing your viewers <laughs> you, because you're sitting in your your ba- mom's basement playing Call of Duty. <laughs> they don't want to watch that. They want to watch, you know, some bubbly girl in a tub having a good time. Yeah, and it did. I, even some of my friends um, on Twitch were saying, "I'm like, they're, they're they're not your audience. Like, if so, if you have someone from your audience, um, let's be honest, even from my audience. So my audience, uh, uh, mental health is a mental health uh, channel." Right. If my audience were going over there, fuck it. If it's good for their mental health, if they're just like, you know what, I can chill out over here. And, you know, there's a, there's a, a few streamers I know who kind of um, call their streams like um, horny safe spaces. So, like, you can say what you want in here, but be respectful and don't be a, yeah. don't be a dick. If that's what's helping you through the day, who the fuck cares? As right. long as that's, again, respectful and the person that's streaming is okay. Who yeah, cares? You're not harming anyone not, else. Yeah, thank <laughs> you for anyone else. But that, that, that became that became a really easy way to shoot at uh, women on, on Twitch because yeah. it was like, oh, well, Definitely. that must mean, that, like you say, like, oh, it's great to see someone that isn't because everyone seems to be. It's like, it's a small percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was started by, I think, Amaranth started doing it and that was it. Yeah. Like, and she's insanely successful. The amount of money she makes from that is insane. There's a whole documentary if you really want to watch about it, but it, it, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I also kind of pointed out to a few of um, the men that were saying it is um, if they thought that they could make the money, they'd be doing it in a fucking second. <laughs> so yeah. To be honest, the amount yeah. of people that say it is like, if you genuinely thought you had a chance of making the money that they are doing, you would do it. So if 100%. You, would, you know, it's, it's not a, a fight for you. Um, but it is, it is weird to, to get that kind of continuous attack. So, I mean, have those comments i know you say that you know you make um you comment or, or you play with them sometimes and then they're gone has it ever got to you because i mean i 
I don't know if it's been the trolls or what, because obviously I've been in your stream when your mood is off, clearly. And yeah, I mean, sometimes it's been down to work. I know, obviously, and things like that in the past. But has there been a time when you're just like, okay, that's actually got to me? Yeah, I mean, I think if anything, it really just is more of like a frustration than anything. Because um, I've been on the internet for since I was like 10. So it's like, I've seen it, I've experienced it on different platforms on, you know, MySpace, whatever. But, you know, um, I think if anything, it's more of like a frustrating thing because I want to keep that space, you know, safe for my community because we're very community focused and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think if anything, it doesn't really affect me. Like it doesn't like make me sad or like make me think that way about myself but if anything it just does does frustrate me because sometimes you'll get those people who you know join together as a group and continuously attack and continue to make accounts over and over again and I do think that a big thing is twitch twitch can definitely do better with like moderating uh tools I think they they tend to have dropped the ball a little bit as far as like hate raids and making it harder for people to make multiple accounts and you know once you're banned your IP should be banned but twitch hasn't done that yet which is kind of makes it difficult for streamers and especially female streamers who get attacked very often yeah yeah it's been so i don't know i think twitch can step up a lot of their security measures and a lot of people have been asking for that um on like twitter and stuff people have made like petitions and everything so hopefully twitch sees them soon and and really they've definitely put in some security measures since then but they have a lot of work to do i think personally but i love the platform Oh yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I have a go at um, Twitch constantly. I've had my mods have a go at me because they're like, "You're gonna get banned in a minute." I'm like, oh, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> um, Twitch is is awful with it. I mean, yeah. I am actually surprised that I was never hate rated purely because of the content. Because oh yeah, content like that LGBT, is um, all that kind of stuff. For. You expect you expect someone's gonna come in, and they never did. Um, I have to say, when all that was happening, a lot more. I almost wanted them to, um, because for, for many reasons, one of them being that I don't care. Uh, yeah. If they're coming after me, they're coming off. That's fine. One, they're not really coming after my, after my community there. They're coming after me. That's fine. Don't care about right. that. And it also means that someone else doesn't get it who it may affect more, um, which sounds arrogant. But, you know, it's just because I know that I, I would be OK with it because at least I'm diverting something. Um, right. But I mean, did you I, don't, I didn't see it, but did you ever get any of that hate rate at all? Um, I've had it in small amounts and I've had it even before it was like really like popular and happening frequently. Um, but I've got it in like versions of like follow mass follow bots. And then they would actually, instead of coming into my Twitch channel, they would click on my discord link and they would join my discord and then they would spam in my discord, which honestly was worse because I don't necessarily check my discord right away while I'm streaming. So a mod will jump in there and they'll see it and they'll be like, um, we have a problem. And my Discord's getting flooded and people are getting like people who are in my Discord community members um, are getting pinged and getting DMs and stuff like that. And that's where it really like frustrates me is like you're not like you said, it's you're coming from me. That's one thing. But when you're coming from my community, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that has always been the kind of the line with me, um, especially because obviously for, for me, it, it's, it's a little different because I know that. People, if they come into my chat, um, not everyone, but a lot of people will be suffering from something. And so right. coming up to my chat, 
fuck you. Um, Definitely. You know, it's, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's the reason I, I, I don't personally have Discord is, is because I, I do worry about that. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it can be hard to to control with everything there because obviously you're you know you're trying to protect your community at the same time you're live at the same time someone's messaging you and it can be quite hard to kind of deal with so i mean you said you've been with it for four years now which mm-hmm. is quite a while to still be on twitch by the way twitch um partner um <laughs> i will keep doing this i have i have different fuck it i'm gonna Fingers do it crossed this year we're, we're hoping own it, own it. uh twitch um what are we support Please, partner, <laughs> Sabel. There we go. There we go. Um, so if anyone wants to follow on with that, you can just, just uh, on Twitter, just put um, to, to Twitch support, please, partner, Sabel. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's been a long time for you. So do you ever get, obviously you get frustrated with certain things of Twitch, but has mm-hmm. it ever been a time when you've just been like, your your mood has dropped and you've, thought you need to come off the platform or conversely has it been the case that you've thought actually thank god i've got twitch because i don't know what to do with anything and again i know i don't know how much you want to talk about i know certain things you talked about on stream they've happened in the past with you and money so like has it been a kind of oh my god thank fuck i can just go on this and pretend that the rest of shit isn't happening or is it like oh my god this is just adding to everything and this is the final store I think I've been in both situations throughout the years. Um, I've definitely had more of the, thank God I stream, thank God I have this community, thank God I have this outlet. That's definitely been the case more often than the latter, but I have definitely had, because um, obviously I'm a, I am have, I work a full-time job outside of streaming, then I stream three to four days a week, um, typically for around three to four hours, and so at the end of the week, I'm working, quote-unquote, working for 60 hours. Um, and it it does become a lot. It does become exhausting. And also outside of that, you know, being in a relationship, having friends, family to take care of, you know, just life in general, um, it can become a lot. And there have been times where I've had to out of nowhere, just not stream for like a whole week, no explanation, no nothing, just disappear and come back and say, look, sorry guys. Like my, I, you know, needed to sleep. I needed to just take a breather. I needed to just not talk and just, be in a box by myself for a week and then I feel great. Um, But I will say like, I definitely have had those times where, you know, work is just stressful. Life is stressful. Family, whatever is super stressful. And I can go in, go in my room, turn on my stream, sit down and talk to my community for three, four hours and nothing outside of that matters. And it really is, has been just such a great outlet, especially during the pandemic when like, you know, we couldn't go anywhere, couldn't go out to eat, couldn't go to places. I was out of work for two months at the very beginning of the pandemic. So one, no money. Um, Two, not just being, being able to go anywhere, which was for me, like, I like to call myself like an introverted extrovert. Like I like being outside, but I have a social media that runs low very quickly. So not being able to do anything or go out or anything at all, streaming was a way for me to get like at least a little bit of that or feel like I had that social interaction, which is, which was really great. And I feel like my community also felt that too. They had a place to go play games with, with the community. Um, Just, you know, shoot the shit, talk about whatever. And honestly talk about the pandemic, talk about how it's affecting us because I don't mind being very open and 
with my community on stream and stuff like that. I don't mind talking about the hard stuff, the heavy stuff, whatever. I try to be as open and as transparent as possible with my community because I don't, I think a lot of, there are are a lot of um, content creators who kind of don't share that side of themselves on the internet and they kind of only share the sunshine and rainbows and make everything look so great and like everything's always happy and it's not like that. We're all human. We all go through it. So I try to be as transparent as possible with my community. And I think during the pandemic, the stream was a great place to do that. Yeah. It's, I mean, I've, I've said that for a long time that whatever people see on, on screen isn't us because in the same way that when you leave your house in the morning, like the version of you that you decided to, to put on that day isn't yeah. you. It's just the version you've had to put on because yeah. you, you leave yeah. the, the, the bullshit at home and you go to work and Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just not it's just not possible really. Otherwise, okay. I mean, yeah, like you say about your um your community, obviously finding something from it. As we said at the beginning, literally fucking saved my life. So <laughs> it's you know that is <laughs> that is the case. So um you know it, it's definitely something that can can bounce between you and the community. Um, you said that about friends and, and relationship. Um, I know some people it can be a strain um mm. on, on these things, and obviously some people can have. Uh, misunderstandings um, and parasocial relationships and everything like that. How has it or has it affected you with friendships and relationships um, on and kind of off streaming? Yeah, um, I am very blessed to have. So I've been in a relationship for 10 years. My partner is super, super supportive of my streaming and he has been a part of it. He watches, he supports, you know, he he always, he's never felt like, you know, I always make time for both streaming and my relationship. My family was a little weird about it. My parents really didn't understand it for a long time. I kind of didn't tell them I was doing it at first because I think that my parents would have been like, ah, you're on the internet, you're showing, you know, my, you know what they say, don't talk to strangers on the internet, but it yeah. ended up being one of the greatest things I've done. So yeah, it's yeah. A- but now they understand and now they're supportive. They're like, okay, we see it now we get it. And thankfully my brother uh, he's only a couple years younger than me. So he was able to explain to them, like, mom, dad, she's actually doing really great stuff. Don't worry about it. Don't be scared. There's nobody, strangers coming to her house. <laughs> I'm, I'm also loving the fact that it is the most American thing that you, that basically you and your other half are, um, are high school sweethearts. Yeah. That, that just, that just <laughs> really is so American. I don't think that's really something that, that we have over here, but there's, really? like, yeah. I don't, I don't think we really, there's not really anybody I can think of, maybe one or two people that stay together after, after like high school. That's yeah. just not a thing here. It's, I, it's just the American, uh, the American ideal there. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen very often here either. So don't, don't think it does, but yeah, no, he's, he's really, really great. And he, he loves that I stream and he plays video games too, but um, so he understands and yeah. yeah. He, yeah, he can kind of see it for, for what it is. Cause I know for some oh, people yeah. it's, it kind of does cause problems, but you know, not, oh, yeah. not everyone, obviously. Yeah. So. You definitely want to make the time and I don't know, you have to find that person who, who is going to be with you through it. And if it's successful, you know, then they're there with you through it all. And if not, I guess, you know, yeah. you got to choose between the dream of streaming or relationships i guess <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it, it, it just gets it just gets difficult i think sometimes uh, oh yeah people, doesn't it? I, I know obviously there's people like call me chris who i've um had on here a couple of times who which is amazing think... by the way <laughs> <laughs> i love her tiktoks but anyways 
<laughs> she's on YouTube now as well. She is, I'm going to point this out to everyone, because I, I just love this as a fact for the podcast, because there's so many channels, the YouTube channels that go, um, like, who's my most subscribed subscriber? <laughs> Mine is fucking Call Me Chris. It goes from, like, if I go through my list for people on the channel, it's like, Oh, two two subscribers, um, maybe a hundred subscribers, maybe a thousand subscribers, and then call me Chris at five point six million. <laughs> the fuck! <laughs> I love it. She's amazing. Yes, absolutely. Do go and check out um, call me Chris after you've already um, followed and subscribed to Sabelle as well on Twitch. Um, uh, we're going to get get it to partner at some point. But, um, <laughs> so you are one of the only people that's actually from my. Um, that I call my my OGs for Twitch that's actually still streaming. Um, really? Yeah, I, I'm just trying to think through the list. You may actually be the only one who's actively streaming, the wow. only one that's left, um, because everyone else has just gone back to university or, or something like that. So, yeah. um, you know, everyone has a different story with it, but you are, yeah, you're very, very few uh, kind of remain because there's only five channels. So um, you're going you're to get my support for there for the channel. So, um, so. When it comes to mental health, because obviously you've been in my channel a couple of times, which is always fun because I always, I think I always treat you differently because you're obviously VIP in my my channel because you're an OG and everything. And whenever I see a partner or a VIP in my channel, I'm like, oh, fucking hell, you know, because I don't expect them to be there all the time. I know some people on Twitch are like, oh, if I know them, they should be in my stream all the time. But it's like, they can't be. They, they're streaming right. or with me and you, there's like six, seven hours difference in time as well. So I'm not streaming. I'm streaming when you're working, for instance. Yeah. Um, so it, it's different. But how do you interact or have you found a way of interacting properly with your own mental health? And do you have, you know, a a time when you, you've had trouble with your own mental health as well? Because obviously, you know, the vibe when you're coming into my channel, you know, what's what we're going to be talking Well, how much we're going to go into detail um, mm-hmm. and you've come in occasionally I don't know if that's because you felt you needed to at times or you just wanted to come and support someone or like how have you interacted with your mental health I mean sometimes sometimes I don't realize that I need to do something good for my mental health until I do it and then I, I look back I take a step back and I'm like wow I really needed that and I didn't even know that I did mm. like sometimes I sometimes I'll say I'm really bad at just like work, 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 go, 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 ignore everything. And then finally I'll, I'll do something good for myself. And I'll be like, wow, I've just been nonstop, nonstop. And I didn't realize that I needed to take a step back. I needed to do some kind of self care or, you know, listen to a podcast that really just kind of like helped reset or step into you, right. Step into your stream. (laughs) And most of the time, honestly, when I step into your stream, it's just because, you know, I want to pop in say hello, see how you're doing, you know, but then I'll, I will stay for a while and I'll be lurking or I'll be listening while I'm at work. And I'll be like, wow, this is a really great conversation where I can really relate. And then I realized how much I needed it. So I will say I do need to be better at like, you know, keeping tabs on my mental health and remembering to stop when I need to stop rather than doing it when it's a little bit too late. Yeah, I think that is a story for a lot of people. Yeah. Like say you're kind of going, oh, yeah, no, this is interesting. And then going, wait a minute, why am I relating to this? Shit? Right. And it's like, <laughs> damn, I kind of needed to hear this today. And then I go and actually like, you know, follow that. And then I feel great afterwards. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it, I think a lot of us kind of let go of our own mental health. I mean, I just took a five-month break because, I mean, I put myself into the corner but um, with my own mental health and with everything else that was going on, but I then had to change And I, I mean, at some point, I did consider not coming back, um, mm. and it, that can happen. I think sometimes it just gets on top of us, and then we just kind of go, and we break. So it is, it is interesting. And you've never really taken 
in at least the last two years since I've been on Twitch, a break. No. There, <laughs> have you ever thought about just going, maybe one of those times when you've realised you've been going non-stop for too long, when you've just gone, actually, maybe I need to take some time away, or maybe your other half or your family, your brother has just gone, Sabelle, chill, come on, let's just step away from the from the camera. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I've really never taken a break longer than probably the longest I've taken a break is for like a week. And usually that's because I'm traveling or I'm going somewhere. And then when I come back, I feel like I need to like double down and stream like even more to make up for all that lost time. But it's like, I don't need to, but that's like the perfectionist in me and like the, the work ethic in me. That's like, I want to keep growing my stream. And, you know, the sad thing about, I mean, not the sad thing, but the hard thing about being a streamer is, you can take, you know, a week away and your sub count, your follow count, your view count all just plummets. And I try not to let the numbers get to me. I try not to pay attention to the numbers. The big thing that I tell everybody in my community who is wants to stream or is just starting streaming is, you know, don't let the numbers get to you. Focus on the community. Focus on enjoying what you're doing and being yourself. And that's so much more important than the numbers. And the numbers will grow with you as a streamer. But it's always, you know, it happens. You you look at the numbers, you, you feel like you need to double down and you need to do more and more and more. But I have I have thought about taking like, you know, two weeks a month, just step away and just completely reset my life and come back fresh. Um, I don't know if I'll ever do it, but I probably should consider it at some point. But yeah, I mean, I think for a lot of people, they also assume that the numbers will necessarily go down. Um, depending on how you do it, I mean, so for instance, I, I can only take myself an account here. Since I've been back in three, uh, for the past three weeks, um, my numbers for this month are actually higher than they have been for like a year. So awesome. I think that's maybe reflected for some people in the way that you are coming across in a stream sometimes because people mm-hmm. can know, hey, you know, let's take a break. I'm interested actually how, because you said about the, the numbers and everything else, how well you feel because I have the numbers in front of me. How well you feel you're doing in terms of Twitch? Like, where do you think you, you, you fit? Because I'm wondering how much of the kind of um, imposter syndrome maybe is in your head. Oh, I, I know there's impo- I know I have that imposter syndrome. That was, that's, I don't know. I, sometimes I want to say that I feel like I've grown a lot. And sometimes I feel like I'm kind of at a plateau right now. But also, like I said, that could be the imposter syndrome. I mean, I so there's ten. There's around ten million people that stream. Yeah. Okay. So where would you say you are in that? Uh, in terms of viewership. Uh, in terms of a general rank, because I have a ranking up here which takes into oh, account gosh. everything: your subscribers, your followers. Uh, I'm nervous. I don't like this. I don't know. Like fifty thousand. I don't know. You're in the top one percent of Twitch. That's insane. Um, so and I thought that would be something that you hadn't thought about but you are literally in the top one percent well okay 1.02 so one percent zero two man (laughs) you are literally in the top one percent of twitch that's insane you know but you are there going oh but if I take time off like because I don't think you realize you're doing it when you did it because you kind of went oh yeah you see that you know you can, your numbers can go down and everything but actually what you're doing is you're telling your brain 
yeah, my numbers will go down if I take a break, and I don't really want to take a break. And obviously, you know, and, and, and it's like I just don't want to let people down, and like, you know, because I love. Who are you going down? Who, as, as one of your community, Sabelle, <laughs> a member of your community for two years, who's sub <laughs> in your Discord, okay? Who are you letting down exactly? Because you're not letting I me know. down. I don't think you're letting any of your mods down. <laughs> and everybody, everybody in my community would do the, say the same thing. But you know, it's just my brain telling me. That like I just and I love streaming, but you know I, you're right though you're right. It's I think it's one of those things. I do think that maybe it's also something that that going back to an earlier point that women on Twitch feel more than guys because I think a lot of the time guys think at least when I at least my interactions and this is completely anecdotal, but most of the guys that I see assume they should be higher, assume well you know obviously I should be doing better because I'm good at this game or whatever mm. it is. And, you know, a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of women just kind of go, yeah, but I don't know. And oh, I don't know if people want to watch me and like, Oh, should I, maybe I should do this kind of things. And, Oh, and actually a lot of the time, I think personally, I think a lot of the female streamers are better to watch because of the fact that they're not, comp- some of them are, but most of them are not complete cocks. Um, the, the like, egos, the, the male playing. egos. <laughs> just playing a fucking game because I like it. One yep. of uh, one of my, I think my OG mod um, who moved to a different place in the US, so doesn't doesn't really have the, the time to mod for me anymore. But who I still support is um, Danny Heron, and mm-hmm. um, she plays Sims. No one, no one watches Sims. Like they do, but at the same small time, community. You know, it's a smaller community, but she's having fun. She enjoys playing it. Great, Simarina, who was. Um, along with you, is one of my OGs, hasn't streamed for ages, but she plays, hence the name Simarina, played Sims as well. And I think there is an assumption there in your head, like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't because of this. It's like, actually, yeah. we want to see you because you're entertaining. It's not because yeah. you're the best. Because you do get those kids in basements every now and again going, oh, well, you're not winning, so what's the point? It's like, Right. You're not playing the biggest most popular game right now so you're not successful yeah like who the fuck cares (laughs) and i tell people that all the time because people ask me you know like what is your tips for streaming and my biggest tips are always like obviously a be yourself to play what you want to play don't play what's at the top of the twitch directory play what you have fun playing what you feel comfortable playing because your best self will come out when you're playing something you're enjoying if you're forcing yourself to play something that you're not genuinely enjoying or it's something that you don't normally play it's going to be a little weird. It's going to be a little uncomfortable and your community will notice that. Um, And it's like, honestly, if you're playing the most popular, the most populated game on Twitch, you're going to get buried in all of those streams. The directory is actually harder to grow in those huge games than it is in a smaller game like the Sims or Stardew Valley or tinier games like that that have smaller communities. Yeah. It's, I think definitely the point of just doing what you feel you can actually interact with because yeah, there's always a kind of there's a way of of, of skipping that, mm-hmm. but you fall very quickly is by playing by, by by playing to the audience. You know, if if me and you both have the thing of like, right, we want to get as many as many followers and subscribers as we want, we'd both do workout streams and maybe <laughs> maybe the top game for that time because yeah. we know people would people would watch us because of whatever you know. Yeah. But after about a month, <laughs> you know, it's and yeah. people are like, okay, so. That's all they, you know, they didn't actually want to interact with anybody. So you're right. It's very important, I think. And and building that community is definitely something there. So, I mean, you've talked about your community a few times. um, And this is where this is where it gets 
an interesting question because there's always a very fine line for a lot of us um, that stream because of parasocial relationships. How do you feel about your streams? Because I know for myself, for instance, I have made friends through Twitch who I would consider friends because I don't separate an idea of um, IRL and, and, you know, online. The ones that I, that, who would actually consider me a friend back. So that, that's the difference, I think. Um, have you found that you've been able to make um, a lot of friends? Do you feel uncomfortable sometimes with maybe how the community is interacting with you? For any of the um, Subverse community, I'm saying this as a community member, fuck off trying to come for her. Um, so, you know, how do you find it interacting? Because obviously, for anyone that's been in your stream, your basically opening line is usually, hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I call everyone my friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Like, it's very important um, as any streamer, but especially a female streamer on the Internet, drawing those boundaries are, and you know, drawing those lines are super, super important. Um, I have had in the past when I was early on in streaming, I was fairly new to it, and I kind of didn't quite know what I was doing. I was a little bit more vulnerable. I, I let some people in a little too close and let people think that they had access to my life, that realistically, some people who I know IRL don't even have that access to me, and people who thought just because they donated to me or they subscribed to me or that they gave me a, you know, a bunch of money that they deserved to have, you know, 24 hour all access to my life and to my DMs and knowing what I'm doing. And if I didn't answer them, like, well, I donated you, the, I, whatever, you know, I've had those situations in the past. And I definitely over the years have had to cr draw, you know, boundaries. And um, obviously, people who are like my mods, they are, I talk to them more than anybody in my community because they're the people who keep my community safe and they get kind of like the first look at, you know, new stuff coming to the streams, ideas for the streams, what I'm doing as far as scheduling goes and things like that. Um, but yeah, I think if, if anybody stayed in my stream long enough and hasn't gotten banned after, you know, 48 hours, I think you're a pretty decent person. <laughs> if you haven't shown, if you've shown your true colors and you haven't gotten banned yet, you know, I do consider them, you know, friends, community members, things like that. But obviously, I hope I make it clear to everybody that I am still a woman on the Internet and that, you know, I've never met you guys in real life. I hope to God that you're great people. I, you know, I trust that. But obviously, you know, boundaries as a streamer definitely have to be implemented. Yeah, because it's, it's it's very hard to tell because you, you never actually know. Like like we said a minute ago, everyone puts up a, a face for the internet and, and for the world in general. Like, Absolutely. You, you know, no one thought Jeffrey Dahmer was a murderer until they, they fucking... Great, one of my moms murder. could be the next Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I think, <laughs> I, I think it's Hux me just because of the football uh, <laughs> team he scored. Um, <laughs> Hux, if you're watching... That is, that is literally only a, only a comment for the Sabelle's community. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, obviously, you know, it, it can be very difficult. And like you say, it becomes more difficult when you're, when you're female on the internet, which sounds, the problem for me is I am the result of toxic masculinity. Everything about me screams <laughs> toxic white male Boy. privilege. Let's be honest. I am middle class from the southeast of England former tournament um, fighting martial artist, over six foot. I, and I, 
I scream it. So every time I say about these kind of things, unfortunately, it can come across as patronizing when I kind of go, obviously, it's worse for women because it's like, oh, it's or they or, or you get accused of virtue signaling and things like that, because apparently I'm not allowed to just be nice. Um, or you're a simp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, People love to use that word. I, I've never, I always love the one when people called them stands. I'm like, you do know where that's from, right? <laughs> M&M stan, where, like, Jesus Christ. Go and, anybody that ever calls someone a stan, or you think of yourself as a stan, go and listen to that fucking song. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's obviously quite, it can be coming, coming across quite patronising, but it can be harder because I think as guys, we don't worry that much because it, as you said earlier, there's kind of an inbuilt ego with guys, um, especially when it comes to things like safety. Like every guy's like, well, yeah, I can, I can take care of myself. You know, um, whereas, whereas women, you're always going to be a little bit more vulnerable. Like, and, and guys, there's a lot of guys out there that will, guys will respect other guys, but those guys won't respect women. But they always have that mutual respect for other men. But then there's the men who don't want to respect women the same way. Yeah, very, very. And not all guys. But, you know, I don't have to say that. <laughs> oh, we've... No, 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 no. We've all been pricks at some point. Um, <laughs> so I've made this point. But then again, I think everyone has, because uh, literally my comment on, on people is that everyone's an arsehole. It's just whether you're my kind of arsehole or not. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the easiest way of thinking of, of people. Um, but, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting to, to hear you, you think about it like, like that, that basically people are, I suppose, acquaintances is kind of yeah. in between. You know, they're, they're still your, your acquaintances because you've got that. And, I mean... How how good are you are into up here? How good are you? How good? Oh, the fucking English is hard, guys. Jesus, um, <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, how good are you at kind of um, feeling that somebody really is um, appropriate for your community? Then, because obviously you've got how many thousand followers now? Uh, uh, eight thousand. Uh, I think we're uh, over eight eight thousand now. Yeah. yeah. No. Eight, um, it's definitely hard. I mean, like, you can only, you know, show so much. Of, you can only show so much of yourself on the Internet, especially over a Twitch chat. It's just, you know, typing words. You're not face-to-face talking to somebody. But um, there have been times where, realistically, somebody has been a part of the community, has been hanging out in chat, has followed for months, and then all of a sudden, you know, we start talking about a topic that brings out a side of this person that really doesn't fit with our vibe that doesn't fit with our community Mm. and I have I wouldn't have done this in my first year of streaming but I do it now if you know at any point you don't fit the vibe or you are being an asshole or you're offending somebody in some type of way I don't care if you've been here for five minutes or five months well you might get banned and if you really want to know why we'll be glad to tell you why but I mean I like to keep my community as safe and as positive and as, you know, not offensive to anybody as possible. And sometimes you don't get to know somebody within the first five minutes of them being in your chat. So there have been instances where I have to let somebody, you know, go from the community who's been there for a long time because we see the side of them that just really rubs people the wrong way or offends somebody or just really doesn't fit what we stand for. Yeah, yeah, and it's it, like you say, it, it can be really difficult when people because it's you never know until there's always that one subject. It's like if like with your mates at the pub, you know, if you're at a pub 
and you just start talking yeah. about something and then you, you find out they're like just horrendous about something. Right. And it's like, whoa, you what? Like, this yeah. is not it's like it's uncomfortable. And it's like and I, I always tell that's another tip that I give to streamers is don't feel bad for keeping your community what you believe in and like for standing up what you believe in and making sure that the people that around you and the people that are, you know, supporting you and a part of your community aren't uncomfortable. Yeah. How does it feel for you when it's the other way round? So, for instance, I know at some point I'm going to offend someone. Sometimes it's on purpose. Sometimes it's by accident. Um, if it's on purpose, I don't care. If I've ever banned you from my Twitch channel, there's a reason. I'm never going to tell right. you. And you don't have the right to um, ask for it to be reviewed. I don't do that. Fuck you. However, um, for yourself, you've never struck me as someone who's actively, one, actively trying to piss someone off. Or anyone who actually could piss someone off. Um, <laughs> so, but of course, because you're a streamer and every streamer's had this, there will be some people that just kind of be like, right, I'm out. Or you've done something wrong or something like that. Have you ever felt that, like, has that ever kind of hit you and you're kind of going, well, what did I do wrong? Does, does that ever that become kind of an overthinking thing? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a difference between offending somebody and like disagreeing with somebody. We all we all don't have to agree on everything. But um, I mean, there's definitely have been people who have come in and we've been in the middle of a conversation about something, you know, pretty serious, um, pandemic related, politics related, you know, whatever, which I try not to get into too deep, but it is real life. And, you know, it's hard to avoid real life things on a live stream where I'm, you know, live three, four times a week. And so those topics do come up and there are people out there that disagree with me or that, you know, think my opinion is dumb and that's fine. Um, I try not to let it bother me. I definitely sometimes will after stream, take a step back and say, and like kind of go over in my head, everything that I said. And, and I think like, did I say anything wrong? I hope I didn't offend anyone. And that's the overthinker in me because I second guess myself. I overthink everything all the time. Um, but I think there's nothing wrong with having different opinions. And if your content, your opinions aren't for somebody, that's perfectly okay. There's millions of other people and viewpoints and opinions on the internet. They can go find another one that they agree with or enjoy. But no, I definitely have been in that position before yeah and it's obviously it is dif uh, difficult because like, there are some things that are just facts but most mm -hmm. of the things that are discussed on the internet are not facts they're opinions oh, yeah. or i mean occasionally <laughs> you have someone that's trying to give their opinion on a fact and you know fuck off um it's it's a if it's a fact it's a fact that's that's it um but opinions are the generally the thing that's you know right. and you can't everyone. please everyone <laughs> no, exactly you know whether you're republican or democrat whether you're um labor or conservative in the uk you know these can can be i mean i literally i remember back in the day i had someone um come in and basically just call me a tory which is a, a like a derogatory term for conservatives uh, or at least they see it as derogatory um and be like oh well you're you're you know you're clearly a, to a tory you know you posh get and i'll just, just ban them and like right we don't agree so you don't have to be here well, <laughs> like also i was literally an elected politician for the left for the left a left-wing party <laughs> and i'm like really give me time to say anything so fuck you but yeah it's, it is different it's difficult and obviously people are gonna yeah. disagree and that's fine um I, I I worry that you're overthinking it potentially. <laughs> like you oh, said. I do. I know I do. <laughs> yeah, and you kind of you're, you're overthinking that. So I mean, does that happen just for that when you're overthinking it? Because you said you're an overthinker, and you said like usually 
because you said earlier on that these things don't usually get to you when you ban someone but are you in the background maybe overthinking that a bit too much sometimes um i mean probably <laughs> i probably <laughs> do i don't I, I don't know i i'm such a perfectionist and an overthinker and that definitely comes with anxiety and stuff like that and just after every stream going over it making sure everything is like everything's perfect and nothing's ever going to be perfect realistically but you know as perfect as it can be for for my own liking um yeah I don't know I I definitely do overthink things but I I try to just at the end of the day if somebody wants to come into my chat and disagree that's one thing but if they want to come into my chat disagree and be rude about it they don't need to be there. And, and there's, that's really just it. That's it. Point blank period. And there's no afterthought that needs to be made. Nope, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very rare, but it can happen obviously that somebody disagrees and then ends up agreeing. I mean, I've, right. I've had it once and I think everyone in my chat was amazed because <laughs> it was actually on toxic masculinity that we just talked about. Somebody <laughs> came in defending it. And then by the end of it, just went, you know what? I think my dad really made me think like this. I want my kids to be better. I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Most of the time, you're never going to change somebody's yeah. mind. No. They want to try to change yours. You're never going to change theirs. Exactly. So it's either you agree to disagree or you go somewhere else. That's it. Yeah. Me and Hux, me, for instance, are never going to agree on who the best football team is. <laughs> um... <laughs> soccer, you mean? No, definitely not. <laughs> I definitely don't mean soccer. <laughs> Um, so obviously you were talking there about anxiety. So do you um, do you have much um, kind of issues with uh, there issues with your anxiety when it comes to streaming? Like I know when I returned recently, I was to a point terrified. Now, I mean, I used to work doing public speaking, <laughs> I, I, and I still was doing podcasts even though I, when I wasn't on Twitch. But for some reason, Twitch, I was there going. No one's going to want to see me. Fuck, you know, I've been gone. And, and that starts to get really difficult. Um, mm -hmm. And obviously your anxiety can get high. So do you find yourself still having those bouts of anxiety for it? Or does that come in a different way? Or um, Twitch has definitely helped with my anxiety, I think. Especially if I look back on my content from three years ago versus now. I'm so much more open. Um, I'm so much more like out of my shell. I'm more talkative. I'm, you know, I feel like public speaking has always been something that I've never been good at my entire life. I am terrified to speak in front of people, which sounds crazy because I literally <laughs> talk on the internet three times a week, three, four times a week for hours. And I love doing it. Um, I just like the, the old like VODs and clips of me streaming, I used to just like be in a dark room so you could barely see me, barely talk loud enough for the microphone to hear me. People would come in and I would just be like, hi, like, you know, I would never open up. I wouldn't ask people questions. I wouldn't, you know, be singing and dancing and just jamming out and having a, like a good time. And like now it's totally, totally different. So I think Twitch definitely helped uh with my anxiety but also has brought on anxieties in different ways as well obviously like i said with the overthinking my content the imposter syndrome like all of that stuff it's kind of like new anxieties have been brought on that i've kind of had to learn to deal with um but yeah so do you do you see anyone for anxiety is it something you just kind of inwardly struggle with? no i just, i i've never to be fair i've never officially been diagnosed with anything but i it's definitely <laughs> obvious. I, I, I mean, it's 
the, the whole idea of um, diagnosis is, is one that I think a lot of people will disagree on. The one point I will always say is there are certain conditions I, I, I believe in, uh, I believe wholeheartedly that if you have it, you kind of know. Because if oh, you're yeah. anxious about going somewhere, you are suffering from anxiety. Whether that's an ongoing thing or not, you are currently suffering from anxiety. So Absolutely. <laughs> but so have you never thought then maybe about seeking something out or has it been something that's you, you've just used you've effectively self-medicated through social media yeah I definitely have like learned how to you know cope with it and you know live my life with it and how to kind of self-medicate and I think if it ever did get to the point where it's starting to kind of become out of my grasp and I can't control it quite myself I have no shame in you know seeing somebody for it but Um, I think I've set up a healthy enough lifestyle that like between streaming, having a support system with my family, my friends, my partner, I like to think that I've got it under control (laughs) for the most part. I definitely, obviously there'll be, like I said, those weeks where I don't stream for a week out of nowhere. And that's literally because I've decided I need to just disappear for a little while. And I come back and it's, it's like a reset button for me. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's obviously you just need them sometimes. Whether mm-hmm. whether your um, perfectionist side is is saying that or not, you do just need that sometimes. Yep. Um. So, just a, a general thing, actually, because we've we've talked about a bit of social media and potentially how how you've got that support network around you. Um. And you're not just on Twitch. You know, you're on Twitter. Um. Mm-hmm. And you're on TikTok. I don't know whether you're on. I don't think you're on YouTube, are you? No, not yet. <laughs> um. That's coming up. That's coming up. Yeah. Um. So how have you found social media in general? Because I've had on here before, like I say, Call Me Chris found social media very helpful. Um, I've had others who, you know, have very dark times of social media. Um, another person to do with mental health actually at the moment is doing, um, has been doing podcasts and actually tweets out about social media and the horrific effects it can have. Do you think, because uh, this is where I give away that I'm just so much older, but you grew up with social media. I didn't. For instance... Yeah. You said, um, what was it you've been doing for 10 years? Since you've been with your boyfriend for 10 years. Yeah. Um, I finished university a year before you. <laughs> like, um, no, sorry, 10 years. No, 10 years. I, I'd finished university, what was that, 2012? Five years before that. So, like, the social media is something that's come afterwards for me. Like, Facebook just came into existence when I was at university and as I was leaving, um, you know, my space was definitely the kind of thing that, I, that existed for me. So I didn't really grow up with social media. So my interactions with it, I think as any kind of elder millennial, I like that term more than ancient. <laughs> elder. It sounds like I'm at the head of something. Um, I think with a lot of, a lot of us and maybe Gen Xers, we speak our mind potentially a bit more, which can be good or bad on in, in social media. It's why yeah, Twitter is the health that it is. Um, but how have you found it for yourself? And do you think that's maybe the reason that you can be guarded and at the same time and at times you've been too open or not open enough because you're always kind of trying to find out what's going on because social media has kind of messed with your head? No, yeah, it it can definitely be a lot. I've it used to be really worse for like I don't know. I feel like in high school I had a really bad relationship with social media to the point where social media can be so bad. Like as far as like it can be so easy to compare yourself to other people 
with social media, which is definitely not great for your mental health. Um, as far as like, so for me, I use Twitter, I use Instagram, I use, I use TikTok. I don't post on TikTok very much, but I'll, I'll scroll TikTok for hours and hours and just get lost in it. And it, it definitely has affected me mentally. And I've had to, over the past couple of years, specifically like kind of form a better relationship with social media and not allow it to, you know, take so much time out of my day because it, it's so, I don't know, it's so, it's such a hard, like, finding that balance between, like, my life and work and social media, I don't post on TikTok and Twitter nearly as much as, like, other content creators do, which sometimes I feel like is a bad thing, because I feel like I'm not getting my reach out there, you know, I'm not reaching more, more people that could find my content and stuff like that, but also at the same time, I feel like, it has helped me to not become so dependent on it and to make more time for my personal life and taking care of myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Taking care of yourself is definitely something you all need to do, um, including myself. I know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's, it's interesting. And I noticed even when you were talking about it there about how you don't interact with it, your immediate thought straight afterwards was, I was a feeling of that you were doing bad for not doing that. Yeah. I don't really post that much, but I should be doing that. Because I, I feel like as Twitch streamers, they, you know, you hear it all the time, like people saying, you know, post on TikTok, post on Twitter, post on YouTube, make sure you're pushing on all these social media platforms. And it's great for growth. It absolutely is. But it beca- it can become so mentally draining and putting all of that time and that effort into not only your Twitch streams, but also those five other platforms that you have to constantly keep, you know, pu- pumping out content on. And it just definitely becomes like a time suck. And it's so it's so hard to balance all of it. I mean, so actually brings up a point. What what if you have any at all is your kind of goal with Twitch? Because I know, for instance, I am an anomaly in terms of how I view Twitch, um, because I have absolutely no intention of ever becoming partner. I will never accept if they <laughs> offer me partner. I don't give a shit. It's not what I need, not what I want. There's nothing of me. I, I could get a million followers tomorrow tomorrow, and them offer me the tick. I don't care. Like, it's not a thing for me. Um, I only took affiliate because it meant I could raise money for charity every now and again. But I know for a lot of people, partner is what they're going for i know friends of mine that have like recently on twitter been like okay we're starting the partner push and is that something that you've hoped for or is it just a kind of it'd be nice is this something that you think maybe in the future you could do this full time um you know you know do you want to be the next um valkyrie or you know, <laughs> is that kind of something you look for yeah i mean I've talked about this a lot with my community. I I tell people all the time, like, I started streaming because I, A, enjoy playing video games, and B, I enjoy meeting new people. So the best thing to take those two things and put them together was streaming. So I could meet new people, play video games, uh, meet people with the same interests, same interest in video games, you know, and I didn't expect my community and my stream to grow as fast as it did. And um, I I definitely would love to get Twitch partner, but it's not going to stop me from streaming if I don't. 
Um, I've been doing this for almost four years while working a full-time job because I love doing it. Not because I feel obligated to, not because I need the money or anything like that. I never even expected in like my first month as affiliate that I was going to get a Twitch payout. That was insane to me because that wasn't my goal. My goal was this is so fun. This is an escape. This is, you know, what I do at the end of the day to relax and hang out with, you know, friends and community. So like, yeah, I would absolutely love to make this my full-time job and I would love to get partner. But if I don't reach that or reach that anytime soon, I'm not going to stop streaming. I'm going to keep streaming no matter what, because it is what I genuinely enjoy to do. And I enjoy the community that I've built. Yeah. So it's, it's just something you'd be gaming anyway. It's just that you get to turn yeah. this camera on and, and chat to. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I know, obviously, because, again, the whole kind of social media ideal, I think, for a lot of people nowadays. And, you know, for Gen Z, which you are, which is just weird. Um, I, don't if, I don't know. In my head, Gen Z are all 12. Um, so. Yeah, I'm like on the cusp of like millennial Gen Z. So it's like I like to lean more millennial if I can. <laughs> but obviously because of that, you know, it, it has become this idea of, um, you know, fame becoming a commodity. Yeah. Everyone wants it to be their job. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. This this is going out on YouTube on the Let's yeah. Podcast channel. I am partnered on YouTube. Um, it's not something I, you know, fully expected or, or, or went for, but it, it just happened, um, yeah. which is really, um, really weird because there's Gen Z is trying to do the same thing and it, it doesn't happen. But And I think that's the best way to do it, though, because that is you genuinely putting out the content that you believe in and that you that you want to put out into the world rather than, you know, putting out some makeshift content to try to make money or try to make it your job or whatever. I feel like it's way more genuine that way. And it really truly is like your calling, you know? Yeah. Just apparently being well-spoken British, angry and sweary is the way. To go. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, someone out there enjoyed it. <laughs> someone went for it. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting that that kind of, that commodity, that commodity of fame has become a thing. And, and obviously you've grown up with it. Um, and the social media, do you ever worry about um, the social media for you getting out of hand? Like, because obviously we talk about the commodity of fame and if you became partner or anything like that, if you did, for instance, become the next Valkyrie, um, I've tried, I don't know why that's my go-to, but it is. Um, She's amazing, so I don't blame <laughs> you. <laughs> um, but like, if that was like what you became, would you, because obviously you've suffered from anxiety from a lot of other things and some of that anxiety has now come on to social media, is that something that would then you feel would be very difficult for you to deal with because now your anxiety is going to be bumped up? So it's like, yeah, partner would be great, but at the same time, shit, what does partner mean now? Because now, as right. you say, you feel you need to be doing more already and then if there's a partner tick, suddenly, oh my God, you know, and, and, and that, can be, that can be difficult. Yeah, no, for sure. I, so, from so many people that I know as content creators who took the leap from, you know, having a job outside of streaming to full-time streaming, you know, now you have to worry about streaming, paying your bills. Like now you have to make sure that you're making enough money. And for a lot of people, that's so hard because making money off of streaming isn't necessarily everybody's first goal and everybody's like, 
I'm doing this because I want to pay my bills by doing this. Of course, that'd be great. And that'd be amazing if we could all do that. But that just adds another layer of anxiety if you were to take the leap to full stream, full-time streaming, which is kind of a reason why I'm so hesitant about it. And, and people ask me all the time, like, why don't you go full-time? Why don't you go full-time? And it's like, well, you know, adulting is expensive. Life is expensive. And, you know, I don't want to rely on my community for subscriptions and donations and stuff like that. I don't ever want to make people feel obligated to do anything like that in my streams because my, my content is completely free and it should always be that way. If somebody feels, you know, inclined to support, that's amazing. And I'm always so grateful. And it's still so crazy to me that people choose to do that, but I never, it's, it's very hard that one day, you know, maybe I'd have to or want to take that leap that it does become my job. Yeah. So you're still kind of, you're reluctant about it. <laughs> like, uh, actually, maybe not. Um, which yeah. I, I, can, I can completely understand. And obviously, I kind of jokingly uh, tweeted out earlier, um, you know, to make you partner. So I'm part of, I'm part of the problem. Um, it's not a problem. <laughs> because trust me, in the back of my mind, I would love that. It'd be amazing. But then there's also all of those things that come with it. All of that anxiety, all of those extra burdens you have to worry about to make sure that you can make that your job. Yeah. And it becomes, it becomes a, a continuing problem. Have you ever felt that you then have had to upgrade your system, for instance, or get a better chair or any nicer lights? Cause obviously you have the right kind of different changing colored lights in the background to, there we go, to keep <laughs> up with something that you wouldn't necessarily have done if you weren't streaming. Cause you said you, you worried about what comes with it, but yeah. you know, I, for instance, I've had to buy this computer to stream. Yeah. My, the internet where I am, um, given that the UK is actually incredibly good for internet, I seem to have moved into the place where they still deal with it by rocks. Um, and so somehow, and I wish I knew how, considering I used to work in tech, but I don't know, um, this computer, because it is a gaming computer, has basically just allowed me to bypass all the bullshit and it allows me to stream. Um, so I have I have done that as someone who doesn't want to be partner doesn't want to do this I've still shelled out so that I can stream. So have you found yourself going oh, actually I like I need to get those lights or I need to get this chair because it's going to be more helpful because I'm going to be, you know has that affected you because obviously you've still got other bills to pay you know because yeah. there are bills for instance that you have to consider. Jesus, English really isn't good for me today. You have to concern yourself with that, for instance, I, being in England, don't. So, you know, has that been something that you've always felt in the back of your head? Well, I'd better upgrade stuff. Yeah, I mean, when I first started streaming, I literally streamed off of a super cheap, old, crappy laptop plugged into my old Xbox One. Like, I had the most janky setup um, but because I wanted to stream, I made it work. My stream was not the best quality. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I, when I first started off, I, I put aside money towards, uh, my first actual PC and, a you know, cheap desk from Walmart and the best, you know, $50 monitor I could find off of Amazon and put together a better setup. And then once I got affiliate, um, my first, like, my first Twitch payout I used on, you know, upgrades for the stream and stuff. And over the time, my community has been so insanely generous with, 
you know, donation goals, helping me get stuff for my setup and, you know, basically taking the money that my community has put into my stream and using it to upgrade the stream to do giveaways um, and just, you know, get games that everybody wants to see me play or play with the community and stuff like that. So that has definitely been a really awesome thing that the community has kind of put into the stream that they enjoy watching. And so it's kind of like we upgraded the stream together, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd argue keep some money money for yourself rather than give away. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, definitely play, playing with you. Because I've, I've played Among Us on your on your stream, which is hilarious because you can't lie for shit, which is hilarious for Among Us. I'm so um, terrible <laughs> at Among Us. I'm a horrible liar. It's, it's great for us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, it is a thing. Obviously, you, you've kind of upgraded with it and you, you felt you needed to. Got to say, doing it with a crappy old laptop, I when I first started, until very pretty recently, I think for a, a year, I was in the same. Lap, uh, an, X, an HP 1700 series <laughs> um, with, like, with some random camera that I changed every month or two. Yep. And then when I moved to where I am now, the only way I could stream at first, because my computer at the time couldn't do it, was off of the mobile, Twitch mobile. Because for some reason, Ethernet, like plugged in internet wasn't working, but I was streaming off of my phone oh my for like the first month. And I was getting <laughs> more and more angry of like, I can't, I'd have to go on my, uh, on my um, laptop to see, to control the chat on top of what my <laughs> mods are doing and see the chat because I couldn't see it on my, on my um, thing. But the one thing I would say is I think you're, you're back up as well is that, it's been four years for Savelle. It's been two years for me. We're still streaming. So if you've got a shitty old, if you want to start streaming, you've got a shitty old laptop, you can still do it. Yeah. <laughs> you can. absolutely can, can do it. Yeah. And people enjoyed watching that, that, that stream because they enjoyed hanging out and they enjoyed watching me, you know, die in Fallout 3 or whatever I was playing back then. And yeah, yeah. no, it, you got to, everybody starts somewhere and whether you start with, a shitty laptop or like a decked out PC, like everybody starts somewhere. So yeah, yeah, and and they're gonna enjoy the shit show that is your stream at the beginning anyway, because none of us knew what we were doing. My no. very first stream <laughs> was me two hours ranting about the film Rain Man. <laughs> that was all it was. Someone had just said, "Why don't you? Why don't you stream? Why don't you turn the camera?" And I just ranted about Rain Man for two hours, and that <laughs> was my great. very first stream. And it was only because. Someone said, oh, you know, that was amazing. I'm like, what the fuck are you on about? They're like, you were able to talk for two hours. I was like, oh, you mean the fact that I don't shut up is a good thing in this world? Great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, that's been me ever since. Just keep talking. Um, so, yeah. Is there any advice then for, from yourself? Because, you've, you've, you know, you've sprinkled little bits here and there throughout us talking. But is there any advice if we said specifically for, um, for a female streamer, ir irregardless, oh, God, that's not a regardless of um, what they might be doing, whether that's, you know, just chatting, baking stream or whatever they're doing mm -hmm. that you would give to them as they're starting out as someone who's been doing this for four years and has managed to get a community around them and, you know, has a, also has a support group around. So is there anything that you would kind of give them advice to start off? Yeah. I mean, we talked about, obviously boundaries are super important. Um, for anybody, but especially for women on the Internet, um, you know, obviously draw your boundaries, let everyone know, you know, don't be afraid 
to kick people to the curb that overstep their boundaries or that, you know, put you in an uncomfortable position or put other people in your community in uncomfortable positions um, because you want to keep that space, obviously a safe space, but um, numbers, I always say, you know, numbers are important, but don't, don't let them define who you are as a streamer. Um, you know, do what makes you happy. There, Twitch is literally, you can do anything on Twitch, obviously within TOS, um, but you can play any game. You can just talk, you can bake, you can do music, you can do art. You can literally sleep on Twitch now. Okay. They didn't used to let you do that. You can sleep on Twitch now. Good thing. yeah so people who do long 24-hour streams there's literally a section called i'm only sleeping you can sleep on twitch now yeah a little weird but um yeah no literally you can do anything do whatever makes you happy do what feels right for you and what brings out your best self because it will reflect in your content and don't do something just because it is the most popular thing because you know it, it honestly is harder to grow in those those areas um but yeah just just do what makes you happy I don't that's like the the most important thing because I see so many people who just like I'll join people's streams and they'll be playing a game that just like they just don't look at chat they don't you know they don't talk they just are a shell just sitting there playing a game for an hour and then they look at chat and it's like, I, I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's the content that I'm I'm not, that isn't really my fancy, but. Yeah. That does depend on, on whether you've got it on the description. Because if you put it in the description, I don't talk to chat. Yeah. <laughs> if that's your prerogative, that's like, by all means, go for it. But, you know, like I said, do what makes you happy. If that makes you happy, do it. <laughs> I think, yeah, people need to know what they're coming into. So if you have it oh, on yeah. there, like, I don't talk to chat, you know, I'm shy and I don't talk to chat. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll just come. On, I'll maybe come and watch, and I might mm-hmm. really enjoy it. But if you don't say it, and then you don't talk to anyone, it's just like, okay. I mean, I go the other side because I I read every single message, which becomes a bit because people are like, um, this is also one of the reasons I don't think I could ever be partner because people are like, oh yeah, but don't you want more people watching? I'm like, yeah, but if more people comment, I'm kind of fucked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it take all day to catch up on chat. Yeah, like if Tim the Tower had ever um, had raided me. Fuck, nah. I'm done. <laughs> 24 hours, that's it. I have to close down chat, just go through it. Um, yep. So, yeah, it, it, can be, it can be difficult like that. Um, so, I mean, just to kind of, it, of the things that I've, I'm thinking about or have thought about as we go through, the only thing that I'm kind of um, left of, because we talked about there may have been worse times on Twitch that, has there ever been a time when you thought, I cannot do I, I need to quit. I need to, I need to go out and get, just get a, you know, a, another job. I'm not getting the bills paid because of, you know, lockdowns happened and you weren't working and you can, you didn't think at least you were going to get the money from your stream and you're like, I just need to go and work. I can't fucking do this. You know, this is just too much or your anxiety has gone on top of you too much or whatever's going on. Has there been a time that you've just gone, I can't do this anymore? Yeah, I, I've definitely had that thought come across my mind. Um, kind of kind of more recent honestly I would say probably like three or four months ago I was in a rough spot um with work um considering I was considering getting a second job if I would have gotten a second job I wouldn't have been able to stream because you know working 40 hours plus however many hours at a second job I wouldn't have time or the energy or the mental capacity to stream 
um, if I did that. And I kind of toyed with that idea for about a month. And then thankfully, I ended up getting a promotion at work and things definitely took an entire turn and, you know, was better. But I was definitely in a rough spot. And that's kind of around the same time that I took a week away from stream and just stepped away and just didn't say anything because I'm like, I need to decide what I what I want to do. But I definitely for a second was like, I may need to stop streaming, whether it's temporarily. Um, I wouldn't want it to be permanent. But, you know, it definitely has been a thought that's crossed my mind. And if that were to happen, I don't think it would ever be a permanent ending. But um, if I ever did have to do that, obviously, my life and, and my mental health comes first um, and making sure that, you know, I'm taking care of myself and, and, and my life. But um, yeah, thankfully I've never had to do that. And so, no. I mean, absolutely. You, you do. And for anyone out there, I don't care. Cause I know there's going to be people out there going, but I've got to help. No, you don't. You come first. Yes. Selfishness is the most selfless thing you can do. Yeah. And you can't help anybody else or, or be your best self if you're not taking care of you first. 100%. You can't do it. Pa- and, and this goes to, this is where I make enemies. Parents, this goes for you too, because you just go, oh, but everything is going to my child. If you don't feed yourself sleep, if you don't do anything else, what happens when you're gone? Like, who the fuck's looking after your kid then? You, yep. Everyone needs to look after themselves first. I don't care what your argument about it is. You have to take care of yourself first, no yep. matter what. Um, I was just going to, because you, you mentioned it there, did you find actually when you were, because everyone else I know did feel this, so when you were took that week away was it like oh my god thank god or was it you thought i need to get back to streaming because i i know for me like i'm glad i'm back and like i'm still a bit nervous and there's a couple of things that little things that have changed like i couldn't fucking raid out my first stream i like because they changed one rule and i literally i was like how do i raid out now then because they changed the (laughs) you can't put at in anymore so i just thought everyone had blocked their ability to be raided and oh my god but but i I, you know i'm still kind of getting back into it but there was for most of it i didn't miss it i I was like actually like i was traveling because i I traveled the world when, when um when i was away so I was like, actually, this is this is great. I'm not having to think about anything else. And this is like, maybe I should just not fucking go back. Like, was there any time during that week or for the whole week that you just went, God, I need to do this more often? Or why am I doing this? Or, you know. No, yeah, it was definitely much needed. Like, I, I didn't once feel like I need to stream today because I think a part of me knew that, like, if I did force myself to stream, I wasn't going to be having a good time and I think I knew that everyone else would know that too um so I think it definitely was one of those things that like it was a relief for sure it was like kind of one less thing that I had to worry about or make the time for and I could focus on work and you know sorting my life out and relaxing a little bit um, and yeah, I do need to do it more <laughs> after at the end of that I was you know coming back to stream once you know everything was sorted out and I I knew I was going to be okay and that I wasn't going to need to take a break from streaming or anything like that. It was definitely like a much better feeling to come back to stream at the end of all of it. Um, But yeah, no, I think that the breaks like that are super, super important, especially when you have things going on in your life, you know, one taking one thing off your plate, whether it's streaming or, you know, whatever hobbies, YouTube, social media in general, taking that off your plate does, allow for more time and more energy to put towards other important things in your life yeah um 
I've I've kind of come to the the conclusion of of stuff that I was going to ask or that I thought about. But was there anything that you were hoping um, that you could talk about that you haven't or that I talked over? Because I I occasionally have a tendency of doing that. Again, we're going back to the toxic masculinity bullshit. But (laughs) anyone out there, if someone like me or anyone else talks over you like that, just tell them to shut the fuck up. Because they're either going to take it well, in which case, great, you can probably get on with that person, or they're not going to take it well and fuck them. If they're talking over you, they are the one in the wrong. I am the one in the wrong when I talk over someone. Fuck them. Anyway, is there anything that you felt that you kind of couldn't talk about or, uh, you know, because I talked over you or that you didn't, I didn't give you the opportunity to talk about? Anything like that that you'd like to kind of let everyone know about or anything like that at all? First of all, you didn't talk over me at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, this has been, this has been great. No, but um, I'm also like ADHD. I go from one topic to another in a matter of 0.5 seconds and we can start on one topic and by the end of the sentence I'm talking about something completely different. So I do it all the time, but no, like I just, I think, I think we talked about a lot of great things. Like obviously, you know, females in streaming, they're badass. They're, they do amazing things. Like there's so many amazing streamers, whether they're, like I said, whether female, male, non-binary, you know, there's amazing people out there doing amazing things. Um, just be a great person. Be a good person. <laughs> if you, if there's content out there that, you know, you don't like, just click away. You don't have to watch it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that's everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's good to hear I, I didn't, or at least you didn't pick up on me talking over you. Anyway. Um, and yeah, like I said at the beginning of this, um, anyone that wants to go and check out, I think Sabelle is at least a, a regular. Um, Sabelle is the only OG channel really left for me, um, that, that was literally fucking life-saving. I, I can't, I know I'm smiling when I'm saying this, but it is true. Like, I had planned out my death. That was it. There was no, it wasn't a fucking second thought. It was lockdown. I was done. Um, anyone that doesn't know, my wife had died in 2019. We then went into lockdown, and I was stuck in the house that she died in. I was done. Sabelle's was one of the channels, is the reason I am still here. So do go and check her out. The details are below. Her Twitter is below. Her um, Twitch is below. And I might even throw in the TikTok. The details are below. Do go and check her out. Give her a follow. Watch along. Um, because I think you're going to enjoy it because Sabelle is genuinely just bubbly all the time. Um, the exact fucking opposite to me because I'm a miserable bastard. But <laughs> it's, you know, you can go over that and do check it out because... Um, for me, it's it's nice to be able to have Sabelle on here for many reasons. One of them to kind of effectively say thank you to Sabelle because she is one of those channels um, that was that was there for me and didn't even realise she was there for me. So um, I think that's good. And that's also why I have a lot more time for social media than I think a lot of people, especially my age group, do, because there are better sides of it as well. Um, but do go and check out Sabelle. Do go and check out um, um, things like that. And as Sabelle said... Just don't be an asshole online. Like you, you can't. It's not that hard. It's really easy to it's be a not, good like, person. If you're gonna if you're gonna be an asshole, like I said, do it do it kind of in the way that you're being very direct, that you're trying to be an asshole. Like I do. <laughs> like you can just be like, look, this is what I'm doing. That's kind okay. But it's you know, don't just attack someone for no fucking reason. Don't just attack um, women online for no reason. There is no reason to. Fucking do that. And again, mm-hmm. to any of the male streamers out there, I don't give a shit whether you had 100 people watching you before and now there's a, all of them have gone over to the person in a, in a hot tub. They wanted to see the person in the hot tub. They didn't want to see you. Fucking end up. Done. <laughs> okay. That's it. 
You be more fucking entertaining. So that's the end yep. of that one. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me. If you're still watching us at the end here, listening to us, go get yourself a cookie because you fucking deserve it. Um, but thank yeah. you so much, Sabelle, and thank you everyone. Thank you for, for having me. <laughs> uh, no problem. And we will see you again next week. Thanks, everyone.